the vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. Yes, it can seem rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, and it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance, from the quality of your inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. Here on The Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Are you ready to step into your vibration of change? Welcome. I'm so gl- grateful you're joining us here on The Christine Upchurch Show on 1150 AM KKNW Alternative Talk Radio here in the Seattle area or Transformation Talk Radio around the world. Uh, that is, if you're listening live, if you're listening after the fact, you might be listening on ChristineUpchurch.com or one of the 50 different podcasts this show ends up. But wherever and whenever, we're so grateful you're joining us here today. We're going to have a fabulous show. But before I get into that, I always have to say hello to the man who's like the magician behind the technology, Mr. Benny Mathers. Hey, Benny. Hey, you don't always have to. Oh, I mean, no. I mean, like I, it's I'm a big con- deal. Those <laughs> no, no, Benny. It, it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't have to like, oh, it's an obligation. It's kind of yeah, like, that's right. no, I just want to shout out because yeah. I, I so appreciate sure. what you do. Contractual agreements. It's fine. <laughs> If that's how I am. <laughs> it's okay, Christine. I'll get over it. My therapist and, is going to have another hour tacked on. And thanks for that 50 <laughs> earlier. All right. <laughs> By the way, happy post-Mother's Day. I hope everything went well for you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. My my son, who was up at Western in mm-hmm. Bellingham, came down oh, uh, the night before. And, and uh, nice, my nice. other son, who had to work that Sunday, we all but we all went out to oh, uh, lunch together, good. which is nice. And really, it's at this stage of the game, it's spending time with my children. I know that when I had really young children, it was like taking a little break yeah, from the like, children. Yes. <laughs> Mama can breathe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But at this point, it's just really special to get yeah. to spend time, particularly with both of them at the same time. Yeah, and, and I'm in the same boat. You know, I have twin eights, you know, as far as the boys. And, you know, there's times where, like, I need to breathe and, and get a break from them, too. And it's like you you mold them, and then now you, you get to see what you have molded. Uh-huh. And so. Right. And you know what? Having two, and I'm sure yeah. it's even well, even more true with with um, more obvious with twins. They come in here with personalities, mm-hmm. so we we do our molding right. We think, oh, we're responsible for their good qualities, and we're responsible for their bad qualities. But really, you know, we can nurture them in a variety of yeah. ways. But they're going to be who they're going to be. Of course, yeah, which is a good thing. Uh huh. Which is a good thing. Well, we just guide them. We're yes, guiding we do. Them. We do, and. Uh, Fulfill our soul contracts. Speaking yes. of contracts. You got yes, it. Yes. I'm really grateful um, to have our guest here today. We are going to be talking to Bill Phillips. Um, he is an author. He's the author of Expect the Unexpected, and he's got a new book out, too. Um, he is a psychic medium. His life's mission is to help people deal with the grief of losing loved ones, which is so hard. I think it's the most difficult thing we deal with as humans. Um, but the way he does that is by offering some validation and evidence that they exist still, along with beautiful messages from the spirit world, uh, where our loved ones pass over into, uh, and to help people heal and bring a sense of peace about the whole situation. Uh, He conducts individual and small, as well as large group readings, and he's appeared on high-profile television programs like Dr. Phil and Access Hollywood. Uh, His new book is called Signs from the Other Side, Opening to the Spirit World. I'd like to welcome our guest today, Bill Phillips. Hey, Bill. Hi. Thanks for having me. Uh, welcome. You know, I'm always fascinated. Like, whatever a person is offering through their books, through their teachings, their workshops, their sessions, I'm always fascinated to learn how they got to that point. And you have a particularly interesting story about um, your childhood and 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 you had this fabulous career in a different realm uh, waiting for you, and yet you've chosen this. So, can you just share with our listeners your background? Absolutely, and thank you for asking. And I always preface this by saying that with any type of light worker or healer, whatever realm you go into, there's usually some type of of opening or something that brings you this um, awareness that you normally didn't have beforehand. And that, 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 uh, that 
awakening is typically through trauma, mm. something that happens on a personal level, whether it be a loss of somebody or just something very chaotic going on in your in your world that actually forces you to, you know, to go within. And right. so for me, that happened as a child, you know, having my parents that, you know, suffered from their own types of, of addictions and um, kind of being tossed around uh, between both of them as a child and then my mother kidnapping me when I was a child and um, us going to New York and hiding for almost three years and then me coming back to the West Coast and being kept from her for almost six years mm -hmm. and being able to see her on her on her deathbed and say goodbye to her after all that time and, and was... The, mm -hmm. oh, no, sorry, I, I just want to fill out this picture for people. We're yes. not talking like... Okay, they they drank a couple drinks, you know, at the end of the day after yeah. working hard. Just just fill that out a little bit more because it's kind of shocking. I know there yeah. there are people who grow up this way, but it's it's mm -hmm. um, particularly blatant addiction. Go ahead. Yeah, definitely, a definite um, drug and alcohol addiction to its max is how I want to say that. You know, mm -hmm. so. When that happens, no one's really, we're, we're not existing in the right space, you mm -hmm. know. So a, as you can imagine, um, me being the only child in that situation, I, I was sort of like the, um, I don't want to use the word bait, but you know, it was, it was very, it was very tough and very heartbreaking on many levels mm -hmm. um, to, you know, to go through that. And I remember um, being in these situations where I probably shouldn't have made it out alive, but I did somehow. Mm -hmm. And I I remember just closing my eyes. Like, you know, as children, we have these very vivid imaginations. So I remember right. closing my eyes, going within, and just feeling this this protection around me. And I, I as a child, you know, I, I didn't know how to label it. I was like, I don't know what this is. But all I know is that I feel good when I close my eyes and when I go to my safe place. Uh -huh. And, you know, as time went on, that safe place really did um, grow, you know, especially with my understanding of it. And that that force field around me, that energy is what I've come to know as spirit and mm -hmm. God, the Christ light, you know. And uh -huh. so when I was going through all of that, um, <clears throat> that was the gift that emerged from that. So you know, going, going into the future, um, when I was 14 and my mom's death unexpectedly, you know, I was just devastated and mm. I thought my world was just over. I was just completely lost for words. And then two nights later, I had this experience where she came to me out of a deep sleep. And that was the catalyst for me to have to have that, that awakening, that extra, um, sort of just knowing. And that from that night forward, more and more things started to emerge in my world that really pushed me in this direction. Even though I was in school and I was um, pursuing at the time uh, a career in vocal performance and opera, mm -hmm. um, this was something that I just really came to me. And I, the more and more that I trusted it, the more and more that I practiced with random people around me, it was pretty obvious um, what my calling was, mm -hmm. you know. And so mm -hmm. when I when I got through, um, through, through music school and having, um, had a lot of like faculty and people connected to faculty contacting me and, um, and I was doing this work sort of like, you know, in, on the down low, so to speak, you know, right. when I was in school and it wasn't until I graduated that I, I realized how everything kind of came around full circle that, I was in the situation to be connected with these people, to have a deeper understanding of my own um, gift and my own sensitivity, and also how 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 music is super healing in itself. Uh -huh. And not, not only that, but I also understood more about vibration just through being through that, that rigorous training um, and having that be my life for so many years, I really was able to sort of delve deeper into the mechanics of vibration. And I really do feel, yeah, I really do feel like that had um, it's, uh, it's benefit as well with mm -hmm. my development. Mm -hmm. So in yeah. other words, like, you, you know, from, from the outsider, it looks like you are headed toward this, towards this career as, mm -hmm. um, a fabulous opera singer yes. and yet spirit, you know, your soul's wisdom, whatever <laughs> you want to say, uh, arranged it so that you could do readings for people who were open to it. And, um, 
use the music and, and be in the music to, to heal yourself and also to, to familiarize yourself with the, the vibrational shifts and how important vibration is. So it's like, mm-hmm. it, on, as the outsider, it's like, no, no, why didn't you go into opera? But from what you've learned, <laughs> it was absolutely perfect. It really was. And it's something that I know was supposed to be on my journey. And, uh-huh. you know, you know, in, in life, we have free will. So, um, you know, if I if I didn't have those experiences, and if I wasn't super aware, then maybe I would have gone in a different direction with mm-hmm. this. But I, you know, they were so adamant with me and really just giving me sign after sign after sign that and I was I was afraid, you know, to come out of that closet because back right. in that in that time period, it was not as sort of mainstream as it is nowadays. So I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh, please, please, please help me, you know, um, just help me on my path with this. And I've been so grateful to have had such wonderful support through my journey. So mm, yeah. it's a true testament that, you know, when uh, when it's meant to be, everything kind of lines up, yeah. you know. And yeah. I had to go through the same thing, you know, as a former research statistician who went into energy healing, um, mm-hmm. having to come out of the closet. And I'm very scientific in a variety of ways, and there's a whole lot of science associated with this. But yeah. to, to like say, yes, I'm embracing what many people consider to be the woo-woo, you know, um, <laughs> it, it, it takes courage. And I think that your story and my story is a good message for everybody who's listening about how when we step into our authentic journey, that um, it, the universe opens the doors for us. Absolutely. And that's, that's why we're here, you know. Um, people always ask me, you know, Bill, can anyone do this? Or do we all have the capability of, of doing it? And mm-hmm. I always say that, you know, we, we were all designed, you know, to be these channels. And whether or not people are consciously aware of it, they are being that channel for someone else indirectly. So they might find themselves, you know, saying the perfect thing to someone in need and they don't know where that information came from. It, right. it just seems flawless, yeah. you know. We're, we we really are all designed to be that that catalyst for change for people. And, you know, um, we were all we all sort of signed up to be here for different purposes in our own unique way. But you're absolutely right. When we get out of our way, out of our ego and just get into alignment with what with what is our highest good, uh-huh. everything else starts to unfold for us. And we have that support instantly. Yeah. This is wonderful. Um, We have to go to a quick break. But when we return, we're going to talk to Bill Phillips about how we can look for the signs, how we can connect with those loved ones who've passed over. Stay tuned for more with Bill Phillips. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, It can be rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance, from the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On The Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. As a former research statistician, my scientific background is what many would call sensible. For more than a decade now, I have been working in the field of energy medicine, facilitating sessions and teaching around the world. People from the mainstream often ask me, how did a sensible woman like you end up working in such an alternative field? Implicit in their question is the underlying assumption that the field of subtle energy, such as energy healing and intuition, isn't sensible. But I believe it is very sensible. Even scientists are able to measure aspects of this. Approaching life from an energetic perspective brings us new opportunity for healing and transformation. And from a practical standpoint, even if you can't rationally explain how something works, if you experience a shift from it, then doesn't it make it pretty sensible? Please visit StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing? 
Next time someone tells you great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com, and listen to the first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. Pacific with host Sherry Clark. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Welcome back to the Christine Upchurch Show here in KKNW and Transformation Talk Radio. You know, Bill, um, I, I know that this is second nature to you at this point. And mm-hmm. I know you've got a lot of great stories, but can you share with our listeners, first of all, a little bit more about your experience when you first connected with your mother after she'd passed over, and then some of the additional validation where it was kind of like spirit was hitting you over the head with the fact that you are open to that realm? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I remember, you know, when that, that night happened, it's something that has always stuck with me because it was so, you know, out of this world. It was sort of a experience that, that you probably would see, you know, somehow depicted on television or in, in the media. But, mm-hmm. you know, that experience of having my mom, having the light of her, of her soul wake me up, you know, and, and experiencing that and having her give me the message that she was okay and that she was going to help me. Uh-huh. Just as simple as that was, what I learned from from her in that moment is um, that the other side doesn't exist with time and space the same way that we experience it here sure. in the physical world. Yeah. So, you know, I'm like thinking, okay, what you know, what does this mean? And then as as the years went on, her her message became more and more crystal clear to me. And about three weeks after that experience, um, I was back home in California with some friends and we were, um, we were at this strip mall and, uh, we walked by a psychic shop and, Uh and the psychic walked out, you know, and she stopped me and she looked at me and said, you know, you have this amazing gift and, uh, it'll be three years until you really know what it's all about. And I thought she was crazy. Yeah. I thought (laughs) she was crazy. I'm like, you know, we giggled afterwards and, um, and literally almost to the day, three years later, I found myself going to this metaphysical shop um, in the town that I lived uh, near and literally just felt guided there. I, I had heard about it before. I had never been in there. And I literally drove up one evening, just curious. Uh-huh. And I, I drove up about 10 minutes before this class was about to begin on developing mediumship. Uh-huh. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Okay. So um, I wasn't sure. I almost like backed out of it because when I walked in, the teachers were like, oh, you have this aura about you. And I'm like, oh my God, get uh. me out of here. I don't know what this <laughs> is, you know? Um, and as an 18 year old too, you can only imagine the skepticism in my uh, own mind. At of that course, point, right. You know, yeah. so I, I go in there and, um, and, and I basically was showing myself what was going on and having this validation. And one thing that stuck out to me was um, I, I read for a woman. And again, I had never done this before. So mm-hmm. I'm going into this completely just with, you know, complete faith and everything. And I hold her hand. I close my eyes. I go back to that that safe place with inside of myself. Uh-huh. And there the information starts to emerge, you know. So I, I see the blonde hair. I see the silhouette of this woman. I'm explaining to the woman. She's not giving me any response. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I see the J initial. I tell her no response. And then right after that, I saw in my mind a, a table with a bunch of pills overflowing off the table. Uh. And at that moment, 
the teacher walked by, she kind of heard what was going on and she said, Oh, you know, how would you interpret that? And I said, overdose, you know, Mm -hmm. and in that, in that moment, the woman broke down and she explained that her best friend who was the J name and had the blonde hair had committed suicide of a prescription drug overdose. And so in that, in that moment, I was like, Whoa, it was, it was just exhilarating, but scary, but just, there were so many things going on inside of me. And um, thankfully I had friends that were very, very open to that realm and they really spread the word and I got in my comfort zone, you know, and people, Mm -hmm. and the word spread, you know, pretty, pretty quick actually. So that was also my sort of verification and validation that, you know, I was on the right track with this. Um, and, and from there it really just kind of, you know, gained momentum and yeah. So in that situation where mm-hmm. you're tuning into somebody and you're seeing a, how a loved one passed or, or feeling a connection, how, do, mm-hmm. how does that help the person who's hearing about it? Well, especially in this situation, you know, this, this woman, I, you know, I'm sure was there for her own healing purposes, mm-hmm. but to have that information come through a stranger, you know, where there's no other connection besides besides that is uh-huh. extremely, extremely powerful because what happens is on a, on a soul level, you know, the people that are grieving, for example, uh-huh. they're having they're they're having this inner dialogue, you know, with themselves and they're talking they're talking about their loved ones to themselves. They're asking, you know, I hope they're okay, you know, they're they're wanting that that verification. So mm-hmm. when a medium pops in like that and is able to verify that those details, you know, and that information, um, it really does sort of go back to that awakening. It really does open up the heart center. You mm-hmm. know, it, it it allows that person to have that knowing that their loved ones are indeed connected to them still around them, that they're mm-hmm. not in some strange place, that they're not dead, that they really are alive. Mm-hmm. And that to me is the most um, wonderful part about being that messenger is, mm-hmm. is giving that gift to people. And I think know? about that particular way of dying. I know that there is um, some uh, religious belief and some cultural belief that if you kill yourself, then you're you're not gonna either continue to live or you're gonna be living a, a hellish experience on the other side, um, and so I know that sometimes people have a, even a harder time when their loved one has killed themselves. Yes, and um, that seems to be a major theme right now. I've 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 been seeing in the past couple of years. Um, is a lot of a lot of suicides happening, you know, Um, and there's there's a few different philosophies about that. But from what I understand from them is, you know, the suicide is in some essence, the breaking of a soul contract, you know, because when you think about Mm -hmm. coming into the world, and we have certain certain sort of trajectories that we've set up before we even were born, right? Um, And when when you do, you know, with free will, take that option and, and, and early, it's sort of like, there's, there's two different, um, areas about this because I, I do believe that on some level and what the souls have told me, it's sort of like a cancer of the mind, so to speak, you know, Mm. where that was sort of what they signed up for. And so it was sort of like this inevitable situation, Uh but the, but for the other people, you know, that, um, maybe it was more spontaneous or there was like, addiction involved with it or there was a numbing involved with it and then they they do it you know what what they've shown me is that of course they they do ascend they do cross over they are in a great space however they have to understand why they made that decision you know what led them to that point and they are they are in a space in which they don't have anything else to numb once they are in that space. They they go, oh, I can't go back in. I'm here now, and I really have to sit with this and and see what what caused the suffering with inside of myself. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's a different process, um, right. but it it doesn't mean that they don't ascend to a beautiful place because they do, and I've seen this happen quite a bit. So. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we had a um, a guest on a couple of guests. It was the mother of a of a young man who had killed himself, Eric Medhus, and um, this channel, and, and the, this channel had helped write the book that 
of, of him channeling in, and he talked mm-hmm. about how um, painful it was for him on the other side to see what he'd done to his family. But then right. he also recognized that his purpose was to help others who are were having the same kinds of problems that he was having. And, exactly. Um, yeah, and <laughs> there have been a couple of instances where he's... Uh, He's playfully wreaked havoc on my website, show, having his face show up in multiple places. But that's a whole other story. I love that. <laughs> I, I love hearing stories. And yes, that is a very valid point as well. That they they do um, they do realize their um, their purpose in those moments, you know. And so, what people I don't think always understand is that you know the other side, the spirit world, heaven, whatever you want to refer to it as. Uh-huh. We we're we're living there. We're we're living an extension of ourselves here, and so what that means is we're actually helping the living mm. in some capacity. So right. let's just let's just say that that someone passed through addiction, through alcoholism, like my mother, for example. Right. You know, she is one of my main guides, and she has brought so much healing through for so many people over the years because of that, and that was her. Yeah. That was her contract, you right. know, and so. I, I definitely see a theme with that where people sort of either have some karmic debt that they're clearing over there or, or they feel the need to help the living in certain areas. So it's, it's definitely a continuation in that regard uh-huh. as well. This is fascinating, and I know there's so much more. But stay tuned for more with Bill Phillips here in just a few moments. I'm Peggy Snow with another Stellar Reflections Minute. Presence, or what we think of as being fully in the moment, is a key element in the process of healing work. As a practitioner facilitating a session, genuine presence takes us out of our heads where we tend to decide what is and maybe what should be for the client and moves us into direct experience where we're available to witness the person in their wholeness. In this receptive realm, our senses are heightened and expanded, allowing us to perceive what's seeking to unfold and to interact in the moment. There's something profoundly powerful that happens when healing is approached in this simple, pure way. Balance can be restored and healing can take place on multiple levels. If you'd like more information about the services we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. What the fun do I do with my shui? Are you ready to hear what your space is about you and what you're communicating to the outer world about your inner dialogue? Are you ready to create harmony in your surroundings? Then join us on Clear Speak Talk Radio with Dr. Ned Wolf on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in every fourth Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern for current IT integrated with ancient knowledge to boost the broadcast of your space. Visit JeanetteWolf.com for more information on this amazing approach. Are you ready to create a life you'll really love? Then you'll want to tune in to the hit show Life Design Radio from adversity to awesome with Susan DiLorenzo. Live each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. No matter where you are in your adversity story, Life Design Radio has got you covered. Get ready to feel inspired, enlightened, and motivated. For more information about working with Susan, visit SusanDiLorenzo.com. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, it can be rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance. From the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On the Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. 
Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. Welcome back to the Christine Upchurch Show here in KKNW 1150 a.m. in the Seattle area and Transformation Talk Radio around the world. Um, I'm having a conversation today with author and psychic medium Bill Phillips. This is something that Raymond Moody, Dr. Raymond Moody, has said about his book. Now, Raymond has been a guest here before. He's the author of Life After Life. And he says this, An unpretentious exploration into afterlife communication. I recommend that anyone interested in this topic read Signs from the Other Side. That's a great endorsement, Bill. <laughs> I was extremely grateful for that. Yeah. I just, that was head over heels. Wonderful. Yeah, I love Raymond. He's fabulous. Yes. And, and uh, it's funny, I've been reading his, his books for decades, and I've had, to, I've had the honor of getting to sit next to him at dinner and, you know, had him on the show. And he's, he's really um, helped to shift people's perspective about life after death or life yeah. after life, you know, as, exactly. as he calls it. And so um, I, I appreciate his sort of social research. Um, and then I appreciate mediums such as yourself who help us to connect with those who we love who've passed over. Can you yeah. share some of the, it's an interesting story of one mm -hmm. of your clients or somebody who's been in, in one of your group settings? Oh my gosh, there's so many. Give me one second to think about okay. one. Um, and it really, for me, I, I notice it every day, actually. So um, let me think real quick. Gosh. Um, well, while you're pondering that, let me yeah. let me share with the listeners something okay. that I experienced um, several years ago, back when I was um, teaching reconnective healing. Um, there was a, a man who was a publicist who represented me, who would get me, you know, radio gigs and presentation stuff. And, and um, his name was Ira. And he passed away suddenly at age 59 of a heart attack. He was mm -hmm. seemingly healthy and, and he died suddenly. Well, every single day he would post a quote on Facebook just his quote of the day. And his quote of the day that day was, you can't always get what you want. And quoted from the Rolling Stones, which seemed so apropos considering that was the day he passed over. Um, oh my God. And then, so I, he, was, he lived down in Portland and I drove down to Portland to go to his memorial service. And when I was driving back up, I heard that Rolling Stones song not once but twice. <laughs> <laughs> and... I find that hilarious because I was doing an interview yesterday and I used that exact quote on, <laughs> on the air as well. And I've, I've been using it often because it's, it just sums up, you know, being here and, and surrender and going with the flow and not trying to control the outcome of things in life, uh -huh, you know, right. and it's such a great reminder whenever we hear that. Um, and, uh, so going back to your question, Christine, you know, my, my first book was really about these, um, revelations or these validations that took place, um, during a reading or afterwards. And uh -huh. one is sticking out in my mind right now about a woman that I read for and during her reading, um, her, her father came through in the beginning and he wanted me to congratulate her on the baby girl. And huh. she, she shared with me that, you know, um, she was not pregnant. She shared with me that she had had, I want to say something like 15 or 16 um, miscarriages over uh. the course of so many years. And so it was a very sensitive subject for her. Right. Um, and so, you know, I, I just, like I always do, I, I trusted his messages uh -huh. and gave them to her. And she actually contacted me two months later to tell me that she was pregnant and they were able to actually go back to the, the start day, which was the day of her reading with me. Oh, and, wow. um, yeah. And so, you know, flash forward, uh, you know, several more months, you know, there was a lot of fear within her of, of, um, this being another case situation. And so I just reminded her not to live in the fear, but to let love lead the way, you know, in the situation. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm happy to report that she that she actually did give birth to a very healthy baby girl. Oh, that's um, a great story. That's yeah, fabulous. 
Yeah, it really is. And that's that's just how this realm works. And I um I I, I hear I hear all of these stories usually when I work with somebody again for the second or third time, but I always love it because in that moment, it just goes back to um, my my mantra has always been to breathe and to trust. And mm-hmm. that's what sinks me in with them. And, you know, I, I, I love hearing that stuff. And it just shows, again, that, you know, um, we here rely on calendars and clocks and mm-hmm. they don't. But we have to always trust what they're what they're saying to us because um, right. it has a way of revealing itself at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. So, do you believe in reincarnation? Yes, of course. Yes. And, and um, so, mm-hmm. um, how does that fit into all of this situation? Like, <laughs> it, so, like my mother, I, I, I saw a picture of my great niece, um, mm-hmm. and it was like, that's my mother. It was like I just have this deep knowingness. And then I heard from um, the this girl's other, like this girl's grandmother, that it it's just like her. Like her, her she she keeps reminding her of my mother. Um, mm-hmm. So does that mean that I can't connect with my mother anymore as my mother? No, not at all. A lot of times when, um, you know, I get either grandparents or great grandparents, especially, you know, those that, that pass, let's just say a couple of years before a birth or around the birth. Uh-huh. Um, that's really their, their indication that they, they sort of um, made that agreement to leave at that time frame to be that, that grandchild's guide. Right. So a lot of times they will say that they're just shining through them. You know, mm-hmm. they they are an extension of them. Um, but I, I do believe that a, um, a portion of that energy always exists on the other side. Right. And that, that all sense. goes back to like soul groups, you know, and meeting your soulmates and people uh-huh. that you feel like complete you, whether it be a spouse or a parent or a child, we all, sort of, in, you know, make up this greater um, picture of, of energy, and we come in as groups. So what happens is when someone does um, physically die, they are typically, and there's no rules to this, but they typically are hanging around to be with their families and to, and to mm-hmm. see those milestones, you know, and, and to be there for those special moments. So they don't, they don't come back right away. You know, they, they have work to do. And part of that work is ensuring that their loved ones are in a good space. So Mm -hmm. what I find is that they wait for, you know, their children to grow and then they wait for their children's children to grow. And then once everyone's sort of over there, then they kind of go back and go, okay, this time, you know, I was your mom. Why don't we try it again this time? Why don't I be your daughter this time? And why don't you be my husband? And so it's always like these role playings going on Mm -hmm. from what I understand from their perspective. But um, yeah. One of the things I found interesting about this is that um, my mother had this special place in her heart for my nephew, who's the father of this little girl. And my nephew was just so always so sweet with her. So after like looking at this photo, I just blurted out, that's my mother. Like I just, it, and I, I thought this makes perfect sense. You know, that she's, she had this <laughs> strong connection with him and now, you know, she, she's not going to be his grandmother. She's going to be her daughter, his daughter. It's so amazing. <laughs> I, I just, I, I love hearing, and, and I've heard stories before too, where, you know, a child that passed away maybe unexpectedly comes back and is like identical to the, to the child before. So, yeah. you know, there's, that's why I say there's really no rules to that because we have free will. And uh-huh. that is a beautiful, that, that is a beautiful gift. Uh-huh. Okay. So um, I, I, I'm looking at sort of the big picture right now. And I know that this is a dense place. I'm thinking of those of us in the U.S. Um, who care about creating a light-filled, loving world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's sort of a, a, a difficult place. Do the spirits yeah. on the other side, are, are they assisting with this? Are they assisting with us as we're dealing with this? You know, I feel that they're always assisting with the larger picture of things. So they their intention is to always want us to connect with people and to, and to be that extension of love with people. And, you know, sometimes that happens w- through adversity, you know, mm-hmm. and, and through this contrast of light and dark. And right. so what's going on right now, which is not just here, but is really growing to more of like a global scale, sure. um, is that we have, we are being presented with the option to either go with 
the light or the dark. Mm -hmm. And what, what we're seeing now is that people are making those decisions and it's nothing that's set in stone because someone that makes a decision to go towards the dark might, uh, you know, eventually go towards the light. You know, Mm -hmm. the light is the brightest thing. So I, I, I do feel that we are all here to learn this, you know, consciously and together. And, um, you know, to say that it was going to get any better, you know, would, would probably be a lie. Um, uh-huh. However, um, just just to know that, you know, each and every one of us creates our own version of our reality. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for, for people that feel overwhelmed right now by what's going on, I completely understand. I concur. I would just encourage you to be that extension of that light and that love and to let that to let that lead the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is fascinating. We're going to go to another quick break, but stay tuned for more in just a few moments. I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. Years ago, when facing cancer without any immediate treatment options, I sought healing by making various life changes. For a while, I followed a very restrictive diet. I often found myself obsessing about which foods were good and which ones were bad. Then one day, I realized I was consuming foods based on fear, fear of not getting well. But I didn't want to make choices out of fear anymore. I decided it was far better for my immune system if I allowed myself to experience the joy that came from, say, eating frozen yogurt, than it was for me to ingest the fear that came from avoiding it. Now, instead of choosing healthy habits based on fear, I try to make choices because they feel right and ultimately bring me joy and ease. How many of your healthy habits are really based on fear? Please visit StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Calling all moms. It's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms Helping Everyday Women Create Extraordinary Lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit EmpoweringEnergy.com. That's Empowering with letters N-R-G.com. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, it can be rather elusive to get there. But when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance, from the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On The Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change, with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention? perhaps offering a message of some sort? As it turns out, numerical patterns and certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality, from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns, designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive, and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. Welcome back. So grateful you're here for this conversation I'm having with Bill Phillips. Now, Bill, before we go any further, I want to to have you share with our listeners how they can connect with you. Because I know you do offer private sessions. You offer workshops. You're doing more and more teaching these days, which I think is really exciting. So um, how do people connect with you? Thank you. Yeah, they can um, contact me 
via my website. It's just my name, BillPhillips.com, and my last name is spelled a little bit uniquely. It's actually spelled with one L and two P's, so it's P-H-I-L-I-P-P-S, so BillPhillips.com, and on there, I have my my uh, daily inspirations, how they can contact me for a reading, and where I'll be at next around the country. Mm-hmm. And you said you're heading to New York, is that right? I am, yes. I'll be there next week, and I have an audience event there, and I'm also going to be teaching a weekend at Omega, which I'm very excited about. That's um, Yes, yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay, so the title of this latest book is Signs from the Other Side. What kind of signs do our loved ones who've passed over offer us? Yeah, they offer so many signs. And, you know, there's there's really, it's unlimited the potential in which they will bring through that, that symbol for us. But it really just depends on the person and the connection and the situation. So a lot of times we, we see, you know, electricity, like, TVs turning on and off by themselves or uh-huh. lights flashing, right. you know, it happens. It happens in my house on a daily basis, actually. Right. But or somebody um, else's so, face appearing in multiple places on your website. <laughs> oh, exactly. And that's that's what I would call the doppelganger spirit, you know. So uh, there's that there. There's nature. There's um, pennies from heaven. You know, there's smells and there's music and mm-hmm. there's just there, there's so many different ways that they can do it. And um, I actually want to share a quick story that's actually in my book because I think it really represents and sort of um, shows the reader what I'm talking about. So there was a, um, there was a man that um, his wife passed at 36 from breast cancer. And um, she actually was an author of another another book um, because they had a daughter together. And so her intention was to leave cards for her every year of her life. Um, And so when she passed away, you know, her husband, you know, was having this sort of inner dialogue, just wanting to know that he was making the right decision. And he actually decided to move from their home and buy another house. Uh-huh. And when when he was in the house that was being built, um, he was in the kitchen and, the, you know, they had all the labels out for the flooring and the walls and the paint color. And um, he was standing next to the wall and they had a the little tag of what color the paint would be. Mm-hmm. in that particular kitchen uh-huh. and the color the color was heather and that actually was his wife's name uh. and um it was something that this was perfectly orchestrated in the moment it was exactly what he needed to hear in, in that moment and right. it just gave him the reassurance that she was giving him permission and the okay to move forward in that direction and so in, I in think a sense was... she would be there with him and their daughter Absolutely. yes even if it was yes. a new, even though it was a new space Exactly. And so that's, that's, yeah, really beautiful. And that's how they, that's how they do it. It usually correlates to either an intention that we have, or in in, in some ways, showing us that they are in agreement with our path, Mm -hmm. you know, so Mm -hmm. I, I just think it's so awesome. And there's so many great stories in this book. And really, the reason why I wrote it was to really empower people that maybe were a little bit afraid of coming out of that closet, you know, Mm -hmm. or, not sure if if they would be judged or not to be able to flip to a story and go wow i had this exact same experience happen in my mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. and you know and that gives them the confidence to show them that they're not alone and what a great message to get you know mm-hmm. is that we're we're not alone and that that really is my intention mm-hmm. in this lifetime actually is to show people that you know so so uh, bill how do we mm-hmm. um discern what messages are from our loved ones who've passed over and which messages are from, say, our spirit guides or angels or, you know, universal intelligence, however you want to put it, where it's just general guidance? Yeah, you know, I would say to pay attention to the sign. A lot of times when you're getting numbers, you know, like uh-huh. um, three, 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 uh-huh. four, 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 yep, five, yep, five, all five. the time for me. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> there, there's typically a different type of meaning associated with it. Uh-huh. Um, now, what I can tell you, though, is so one of my mom's signs to me is one, four, three. And it's because back in the late 90s, there was pagers and we used to page each other one, four, three, one, four, three for I love you. Okay. And so I, I see that all the time. Uh-huh. And and it may have a different meaning to it on a spiritual level, but I know that is her saying she loves me. And right. so that's that's really awesome. But, you know, I would say to pay attention to how you feel as well. 
a lot of times when, when you're having that experience and you're, and, you're, and you're receiving that sign from a loved one, you will have a reaction to it internally. Like you, you, know, you might get the chills. You might just feel a gut knowing. You might become emotional with mm-hmm. what's going on around you. Those are all great um, ways to understand that what's happening has been divinely timed in that moment uh-huh. by your loved one right. versus, you know, um, let's just say um, really concerned about, you know, finances or money or something. And you start seeing six, six everywhere. And that's uh-huh. supposed to be a, a universal symbol for not fearing that type of outcome and not, not uh-huh. fearing mater- material supply and stuff like that. So right. it really just, it really goes down to each and every one of us becoming more aware and more connected to our own dialogue, to our own, um, to our own guidance, you know, and that's, that's why we're here is to have those experiences that connect us to that intuitive knowledge that helps guide us and make those decisions with more ease Mm -hmm. in our life. Okay. And we're nearing the end of the show, but I want to get your input, um, say in a minute or less, Mm -hmm. how, how can people utilize this approach to to help resolve the deep grief that comes from losing a loved one in this life? Yes. I would say the first step in this, because everyone grieves at their own time and in their own way, but I would say to give yourself permission first to experience spirit in that way Mm -hmm. and to also then give spirit permission to meet you halfway in that process okay so so how do you do that mm -hmm. yeah it's as simple as i just said actually it's just making setting the intention by by literally setting that intention and consciously giving your energy to i give you permission i give myself permission you're you're um pulling away from the rational part of your mind and Uh you're you're pull you're pulling into your soul self you're 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 pulling into your higher self and it's as it's as simple as that actually just your dialogue that you use in your mind and Uh that programming is what sort of builds an energy and when you when you make that intention and when you make that statement something happens and you you become more aware of your surroundings and mm-hmm. so it's sort of like like this trickle effect and it's sort of like a stepping stones you know so it's one step at a time the first step is giving permission and then kind of being aware and then building this trust and building this dialogue with the other side is what builds that intensity of receiving those signs so Whenever you, whenever you know that you're receiving that sign or you know that it's from your loved one, give them gratitude. Thank them for it. They, they, they love to be verified in that way. So oh, give, them that, give them that gratitude. Feel that love vibration. That's why they're giving it to you in the first place. But to really know that um, when we make that connection, that their intention is to only aid in our healing process oh, and to show us that our love is eternal. Thank you so much for joining us here today and for doing what you do. It's BillPhillips.com, B-I-L-L-P-H-I-L-I-P-P-S.com. Thanks so much, Bill. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining us here today. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you'd like to empower yourself to step further into your vibration of change, please visit my website at christineupchurch.com where you can learn more about my insights, upcoming events, and private sessions. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.